0: Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Hope everybody had a great weekend and hope the moms had a wonderful Mother's Day weekend. We've got a great show today. Of course, it is a trip report show. And today, it's kind of a dream come true for me. We've got a great listener joining us from Australia today. Listener Sandra joins us to talk about her trip to Walt Disney World recently and Well, she spent a night at Disneyland, a couple of 36 hours at Disneyland on the way home, but she spent over 10 days at Walt Disney World. And we talk about that. We get into the logistics of traveling halfway around the world to visit Walt Disney World and visiting all four theme parks, staying at both the boardwalk and at Bay Lake Tower. She bought into DVC, actually, even being a person who lives on the other side of the planet. We talk about great meals, places like the Brown Derby, Steakhouse 71, lots of good counter service options. She actually does a lot of shopping when she's here in the States, too, so we talk about that. And we just talk about the logistics of what it's like to be an international traveler coming over to the States as a Disney fan. Don't forget our show, always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan the next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. Remember, the 2024 packages become available on May 31st, and we'd love to help you plan that next trip to Walt Disney World, so check them out today over at TheMagicForLess.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. It's BRGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get a bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Coming over, patreon.com slash podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2286 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you. Hope you had a great weekend and again, happy Mother's Day to all the moms and hope you had a great one, got a good meal and got to spend some time with all your loved ones. And we're back here. we starting another week here in May. And we're going to have a great show today. I'm super excited for this one because we're spanning the globe like the old wide world of sports days. We're headed to Australia today with Lister Sandra. Sandra, thanks so much for coming on the show where I'm recording. It's one day where you're recording. It's another day and that boggles my mind. So thanks again for coming on the podcast.
1: No, thanks for having me, Mike. Very excited to be here. And so, yes, it is Thursday morning. Yes.
0: That is that is crazy because we're recording here on Wednesday night in the middle of the United States as we do our, our Monday shows, record those on Wednesday evenings, and uh, just excited to have you. So, we got so much to talk about because you came over to the States, did a Walt Disney World trip, swung through Disneyland on the way back. But before we, you know, kind of how we do like to get to know our listeners, what's it like being a Disney fan? How did it all start for you, especially being on the other side of the world in Australia?
1: Sure. So um, my mum went with her family in, I think it was 1966. So my grandfather took uh, my mum and her sister and my grandmother on a boat cruise. Uh, and they ended up in LA and went to Disneyland. And uh, my mum had always been a bit of a Mickey Mouse Club fan and had loved Annette Furnicello. So um, she had that base love. And so my, I can still remember my first ever movie uh, going to the cinema was to see Bambi. Uh, and then in 1985, uh, my parents took myself and my brother and so, on the twenty-second of June, nineteen eighty-five, I walked uh, under the train station at uh, Disneyland for the first time as a not quite twelve-year-old, and it was a magical experience. And I just couldn't get it uh, get it out of my system. And so, I have been back many times since now. Um, so it took me did take me till I was. 19 to get back uh, by myself. Uh, but since then, it's probably been uh, much more regular. So, that's Yeah,
0: this is quite the story because, you know, I didn't go to Walt Disney World, really, except for one little half day passing through until I was, you know, just about out of college. And Here you are, you're so yeah. far away and you've been there way, way more than I have been. That's, that's <laughs> ironic. But let, let me ask you about kind of growing up in Australia and the Disney connection. How because I know Disney is a is a global brand, right? You You mentioned Bambi and the movies and just, you know, the the culture. But it, it, again, I don't have the perspective you do because I'm in Missouri where Walt spent some of his childhood, a brief period, but we we claim it like he lived here his whole life. You know, we we hold on to that dearly. <laughs> it was two years, but we think of it as everything. <laughs> but uh, it's how we are in our state. But w- w- how prevalent kind of was it in your childhood? And even today is, is Disney for Australians or especially in your part of the country?
1: Yeah, it's like, there's always rumors that the next Disney park is going to be, you know, will it be built in Australia? Um, and, you know, I live in hope on a continual basis. Um, although I don't know whether that had ruined the magic for me, um, but it's, it's there but i suppose it's not to the same degree as it is for you guys and um as i said to you before it's it's hard to find somebody to to just talk to about disney and you know have me rabbit on constantly i think my my poor mother just listens to me constantly (laughs) about when I'm, i'm constantly planning the next trip and so i'm telling her about different things and she she listens, but you know the the glaze the glaze and right. the face so the eyes comes through.
0: That was my um, that was my wife. She says you need to go do a podcast, and that's why I've done you know <laughs> twenty three hundred episodes of the show. Just go go in your room and talk to your microphone. So
1: <laughs> well, I spend a lot of time on Facebook on all the different all the Disney Disney sites to to just try and get a bit of a fix and to get the news and and things like that. So yeah, it's not.
0: It's not everyday life, but I try to make it everyday life, I suppose. That's very cool. That's very cool. So I want to get into a few things, you know, before we get to the trip report. Let me let me talk to you about travel just in general, because sure. what a challenge that has to be, because I used to drive to Florida to go to Walt Disney World because I was scared to fly. Obviously not an option if you're coming from Australia.
1: Not, you, no, you've done this.
0: <laughs> You're not driving. What's it like? I mean, because you really have to consider, you know, the, the, crossing the date line, international date line, and the long flights, and yeah. just uh, what, what considerations do you have that somebody that is, you know, domestic here in the states does not ever think about?
1: So we actually often, depending what time you leave, but often you can get in to LA before you've left. Australia so you <laughs> will have spent 14 hours on a plane but you actually arrived before you've left time-wise which is is a bit crazy but that then would, that the would totally my
0: the head would explode if that happened to me I just I I don't, I don't think I could handle that I, I, I don't know what I would do
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I left um for this trip I left Sydney I had to go via Sydney for this flight um of I always fly Qantas and there was a few um From the pandemic, not everything had come back online. So I had to go via Sydney for this one. So for instance, we left at um, 10, 15 a.m. And I got in at 7 a.m. the same day after flying nearly 14 hours.
0: Wow. That is crazy. So what have you (laughs) learned? Like just a quick quick tip for folks that might be saying, I have a long flight. I'm flying from Washington State to Walt Walt Disney World, which I've always said is a super long (laughs) flight here on the show. You're like hold my beer
1: you know so what have you learned um,
0: though a couple hacks for folks that have longer flights because obviously you're an expert at this
1: um i save my frequent flyer points and i try and upgrade wherever possible right. so if you don't have to fly economy don't <laughs> <laughs> um that's definitely a, a must um i try and almost get in sync with the time that i'm arriving to straight away so if I do arrive in the morning, I'm not going to bed until nighttime, sort of instant, just trying to get get on that time zone straight away, I think is the biggest, the biggest hack um, and uh, makes your body clock get, uh, get acclimatized pretty quickly. You might struggle that first day if you do arrive in the morning, but you just can't go to bed. And it's the same when I come home. I struggle more actually on the way home right. than I do on the way over there um, because you do get in very early on the way home as well. And, uh, so it's, it's all about staying up as late as possible to then have a good night's sleep and then start the next day fresh.
0: Whew, I'd have a hard time with that. Cause I go to bed at 10 o'clock here every night and I got, I'm a creature of habit. I, I would really struggle with it. I, I understand like, and, and I've heard a lot of people say the same thing. You just have to bite the bullet and do it. But yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that'd be um, hard I'm an, for early, me. I'm
1: an early to bed, too, so yeah.
0: it is difficult. <laughs> I'd be struggling <laughs> when you say that. I know it's the right thing, but wow. Okay, let, let's jump into your trip because I want to get got a lot to talk about. This trip we're going to talk here's another weird thing, right? Because right now, you guys are going, you're, you're in autumn, you're, you're in fall. We're in spring here in the States, moving into summer. So this was a late, this is a summertime trip here in the States, but yes. it was, it was... So it was August late when winter. you went. So yep. yes, for you. So you, you're totally changing seasons at the same time yes. when you're coming over. So you came over in August. So how did this trip come together, and how do you choose when you? Does it does it have to be like when you get off work? How do you decide when to come to Walt Disney World?
1: I love Disney World that late August, early September. Um, so I try to. Um, my last number of trips have been around that time of year, and my trip this year is again the same. again so um almost down to the same days um actually uh so i yeah i I love the labor day weekend for the sales because i also am a shopper Mm -hmm. not just a disney fan so um yeah labor day sales if i can be there over labor day weekend is fantastic Um, and i think for me it's just a nice way to it's it's a good way to get through the winter if you've got something to look forward to and then I come back with a tan and I'm ready for summer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's so smart. That is so, I love it. That is so great. Okay. So you fly over and you came through LAX and you, yes. so you flew from there to LAX, LAX to MCO to, to Orlando. Wow. That yes. is a lot. Long- <laughs>
1: It I flew from LAX
0: way. to St. Louis. That's halfway. And that's, like, like a, that's not even, high, that's like a quarter of your trip or a fifth of your trip. And I was like, I thought I was going a long way, when I flew to Disneyland to LAX. And I was like, oh yeah, man, I'm uh, going. To La- it's yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was flying time was nearly 19 hours. And that didn't include all the um, wait times in between flights.
0: I so. keep telling myself, I want to go on Amazing Race. I want to go on Amazing Race, the TV show. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that because I see him going train rides that are like 24 hours. And I'm like, I, I, I go to bed at night and I only sleep for like five and a half hours. When I get out of bed, I'm so stiff. I can barely move. <laughs> I don't think I could. <laughs> we'll see. It is someday. The dream will come true. Anyway, so you get you get the MCO finally after traveling literally halfway around the planet mir's connect over to the boardwalk um why boardwalk is it just one of your favorites or do you just go where the where the deals uh, are or what do you think
1: well i uh so this trip was also my first as a dvc member Oh, congrats. So welcome I, home <laughs> thank you it was very exciting um so during the pandemic um my i was made uh, my role was made redundant in my old job and so um in australia when things like that happen you get a decent payout and i had been at the company for 15 years so i got through uh the pandemic found a new job and so then there was a little bit of money left over and it was something that i'd always wanted to do so i bought um some points resale Um, we can't buy directly from disney in australia unless we're actually in the us so there's there's rules around that so i bought uh i bought resale and um, i had previously rented points and stayed at the boardwalk and i just really liked the um, ability to walk to both um Hollywood Studios and Epcot and um, my flight had changed a little bit so when I'd originally bought the points I bought points at Bay Lake Tower is my home resort um, but when my flights changed there was these three nights at the start of the trip and so I didn't get into I couldn't get Bay Lake then so I thought oh well we'll start at at Boardwalk and we'll do um Epcot and Hollywood Studios first
0: Good call. Good call. Okay, so I I want to make sure we kind of hit the highlights of the trip. We're not going to probably get into each and every day, but I want to get into that first day because you get there. I mean, even everybody that comes from Georgia or North Carolina, you know, even in the American Southeast. The first day is such an exciting day because you've been looking forward to it for six months, nine months, and you're finally oh. there, you know, like the yep. smells, the sounds, you know, you are you finally get in your room to see what your room looks like, your view, you get to go to your first theme park. What's arrival like for you after coming from such a distance? And, you know, with you, you know, your first taste of DVC and all that stuff. So day one, tell us a little bit about the highlights there.
1: So I did arrive at night. So um, I I got in... Um, probably a bit after seven so by the time I got to boardwalk it was probably about uh just a bit after eight so got to the room dumped the bags and then just went for a walk on the boardwalk and just to have those like smells it. and sounds amazing so um got uh, just a after you know plain food all day just got a, a chicken wrap from the boardwalk deli and just sat outside and again just to have the warmth on your skin mm-hmm. after coming from winter um um, but it'd been, I'd also had a work event the night before I left. So I literally had a 45 minute power nap from packing before I then had to get up the next morning to catch my flight. So, um, it was just nice to sit and enjoy being outside in the, have the, you know, have a t-shirt on and not 16 layers of you know, right. clothes. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, then unpacked a little bit. Uh, I'd sort of packed knowing that I was only there for three nights. So, you know, just a couple of packing cubes for what I needed for those three nights um, and then went to bed just so I could knew I wanted early entry at Hollywood Studios the next morning. Um, and so that was, that was the plan, but yeah, it was just, yeah, just the, the smell, the, the, the warm air smell is amazing. <laughs>
0: That's a perfect way though, to ease into your Disney vacation, right? Because you don't want to try to, you know, meet, you know, some, some ADR time, you know, where you're putting pressure no. and stress on yourself. Just enjoy the environment, enjoy the sounds, enjoy, just like you said, sit down, have a snack and just, ah, there's a breeze off a of Crescent Lake. And you know, yep. just watch people yep. pass by on the boardwalk. That, that sounds wonderful right now. Like I, I could do that tonight. I mean, I'd be as happy uh, as a plan. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <I'll laughs> me the plane. Yeah, I'll meet you there. I'll meet you there. Let's get an ice cream at the boardwalk ice cream place, and yep. yeah, we're, we're set. No. Okay, perfect. That, perfect. so you went. You went to the studios that next day, though. Early entry, kind of getting it going, though, because this is your first full day. So how's that first day unfold?
1: It was great. Um, although I must admit, I. You know despite being there at this time of year many many times i felt that it was the heat really did start to get to me this trip um it it was it was a bit you know bang straight in your face type thing so and the crowds also were i hadn't anticipated there being as as bigger crowds as there were that first day so um and it was also my first time going since there wasn't any fast passes because Mm -hmm. with the pandemic i hadn't been since 2018 um, so it had been a little while and must admit there was a few lines, standby lines that I'd never walked through. I'd never walked through the um, Toy Story Midway Mania game standby line. I'd always just used a fast pass. That's a cute for one that. too. So yeah. I got to, <laughs> got to see a few lines that I hadn't seen before, so that was interesting. Um, walked through Galaxy's Edge, which, you know, I'm not um, I'm not a Star Wars fan, but, you know, I could certainly appreciate what, um, what had been built, and that was you know, pretty amazing. Um, but yeah, so I hit uh, Mickey Minis uh, for the first time. That was my first attraction that day. Um, Midway Mania, Slinky Dog. Uh, did single rider line for Smuggler's Run, which was a walk on. That single riders for Smuggler's Run is amazing. I did right. that a few times and literally walked straight in and was straight on. Um, and it was about eleven thirty, and I. Hadn't um, had any breakfast yet, so um, went across to just to Starbucks. And we don't have great cinnamon rolls here; they're not everywhere like they are in the oh. states. Okay, I, 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 I can't, I can't,
0: I can't live there anymore. Then I, 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 <laughs> I, I've heard all good things about Australia. That's the first bad thing I've ever heard about your country.
1: <laughs> it's terrible, and I love—I'm such a sucker for a cinnamon roll. So, you, unless I state otherwise. Breakfast was basically a cinnamon roll pretty much every day.
0: You're my kind of <laughs> person, and you, I saw her later on. You got with the Gaston's Tavern because my go-to is Gaston's Tavern cinnamon roll with the Coke Zero. Perfect breakfast every time.
1: <laughs> I must admit that the one um, at this time um, wasn't that good. I actually felt it had per- potentially been yesterday's cinnamon roll. Wasn't oh, it? that's it wasn't a crime! As as it, that so, yeah. <laughs> that's a bait but,
0: and switch. They that's illegal. <laughs> Come on.
1: Um, So, yeah, so about 11.30 I I pulled the pin um, and decided as I was walking out, I thought I'm just going to catch the Skyliner and because, again, it hadn't opened when I was there last. Um, So I jumped on Skyliner and just went for a ride, Um, went through Caribbean Beach um, and then came back uh, to Epcot um, Station and then walked back to the boardwalk. And it was sort of, you know, early afternoon by then and I was pretty tired Hadn't slept that well, and so uh, I think to my just by knowing that I I was going to be back, you know, by owning DVC, you know, you're coming back. Right, right. Like it's not just a you know, I'll, I'll, if I can, you know, if I can save enough, you know, I'll, I'll be back. I know I'm coming back, and um, so I didn't feel the the park open to park close. Uh, anxiety that I'd previously felt so I was like no I want to go and sit by the pool and yes I did that and I had a nap and it was
0: it's a beautiful I thing I did that
1: most days actually in the end
0: it takes the stress was, away that's what an annual pass out. does too it, it's yeah. I don't have to I don't have to try yeah. to cram everything in you see I'm the opposite when we go down for the podcast cruise because my Girls will all have Magic Your Way tickets because they don't have annual passes. So I'm buying them three day tickets after the cruise. And we're going to do like Magic Kingdom, Epcot and the studios. But I'm paying all that money for those three day tickets. So, you know, darn tootin, we're going to be in those parks to get the money's <laughs> worth. Right. So it's not going to be like we are hop in like when I have an annual pass when I'm done for races, I'll be in and out and just grab a grilled cheese sandwich. Yep. You know, I'm not doing that if I'm paying 150 bucks to go into the park, you know, times three. <laughs> So that's going to stress me out, but it is what it is. It's for the girls. Yeah. So we'll have fun. No, it's a good point though. Now let me ask you real quick, just in general, cause you're a big Disney fan who's been there many times. What, what was your impression of the Skyliner? Did, did you find that very Disney? Very, what'd you think of that? Yeah, first it was time?
1: fun. Yeah, it was, it was fun. And it was good to, to see it from a different perspective too, mm-hmm. to be able to look down and, and see back of house areas, you know, behind France there um, was, was pretty cool. It was, it was a fun way to, to travel.
0: Cool. Okay, I'm gonna hit some of the highlights of the note you gave me because I know the next day you yes. went over to Epcot and it was your first experience with Guardians of the Galaxy: Cosmic Rewind. Yes. Now, are you a big Marvel fan, Guardians fan, or? Uh, oh, I've it?
1: seen I've seen Guardians um, one, and I think I've seen two, um, but I'm not. I've tried to get into the Marvel. I've watched you know watched different ones on Disney Plus, but I wouldn't say I'm a super fan by what, any stretch. What'd That's you
0: think of the attraction, cool. though?
1: It was great. I very much enjoyed it, but I think I could only do it once.
0: You see, we we have got to go to Walt Disney World together. Get cinnamon <laughs> rolls and sit on the boardwalk, and only do Guardians once if we have to. <laughs> that's me. I, I could do it once if I had to. Twice, you're just you. you no, yeah. I know. <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't think I could. Yeah, I got off and I was like, oh, that was that was like it was amazing. It was so smooth and, um, but it did take a while to get in there. And as I got there. Um, I just checked in with my magic band and the heavens absolutely opened and there was this massive, massive, like it was just, it was biblical rain. It was ridiculous um, to the point where I was stuck underneath the umbrella with the cast member. I couldn't even get to the the entry point of Guardians because the rain was that heavy. And I stood there for about 10 minutes and I was like, this is ridiculous. Anyway, I made the dash and it As it wasn't 10 meters and i was wet through like it was crazy um and but the had obviously had a bit of a breakdown or a a malfunction and so it took probably 65 to 80 minutes to get through the queue there was just a lot of standing around so i did eventually dry off which was good but (laughs) uh, yeah it was It was it was fun. I very much enjoyed it.
0: Let me ask you this just kind of in general What's your favorite attraction at Walt Disney World like with everything you've ever done like currently as of today? Like if you could pick one Um, one thing that down there that you love the best. uh,
1: I'm very competitive, so I love a bit of um, Midway Mania.
0: There you go. Toy Story. It's a good call. I'm super competitive, too. The only thing, man, it just wears your elbow. You know, like I come off the thing.
1: Oh, my
0: arm is so You know, rotator cuff surgery after that thing, you know, because I will not quit. You know, know, my thing is, like, I always say I'm not going to do the warm up game, right? I'm saving it. Like, I don't, you know, I was a pitcher in high school, right, for baseball. So I always say, don't leave, you know, don't throw your baseball game in the bullpen before the game. Nope. I still got to, you know, still throw 30 pitches in the the bullpen. Yeah, it's terrible. I'm getting
1: better at not doing that, and I'm also getting better at when if it breaks down and they just have the the practice ones. Oh, yeah, I stop stopped doing it then yeah. as well. Good point. Have a bit of rest.
0: But that 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 mine at the end. I just I mean I'm like sweat like sweat is poor I wish you could. Do, I, they should sell videos of you like right playing the game because I know I'm just my face has to just be just like the meanest looking. Arr, like a, you know, American football player, offensive line, like, I'm going to get that thousand when it turns to 2000 and those things are purple. I'm just like, I could, my Apple watch is probably telling me I'm about, sir, you're about to have a heart attack in about seven seconds if you don't back down on the shooting the, the targets. But if you're one of the same mind, I like that. That's awesome. Okay. So anyway, get back to the, to the, to the, your tour here. On that Epcot day, though, it looks like you caught the Skyliner over the Riv. That is a great hack to grab lunch. I like that. Even though Epcot's got a lot of good places to eat, but would you go to Primo Piatto or where'd you go?
1: I most certainly did for the croque monsieur.
0: Good, good stuff. That'd be a crime if you didn't get one of and those.
1: I, I do blame you for that. Actually.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, don't it probably brought your cholesterol up a little, so don't blame me because that thing is probably not healthy at all. But it's very tasty. <laughs>
1: very delicious. <laughs> it was very good. Very good indeed. It was just nice to see in there. It was a beautiful place to see. It is.
0: It's a beautiful, it's a wonderful counter service option. And yeah. it's so easy to get to. I mean, it's right on. Yep. Studios or yep. Epcot. Right yep. there. Skyliner. Very, yeah. Okay, no, so. It was great. Uh, so let's, let's jump into the next day. So this is the day where you got to kind of make a transfer. You're switching over to, uh, where did you switch to Bay Lake Bay Tower? Lake. Yeah, Bay Lake. Yep. Okay, so. Talk to us about that day because a lot of folks are always curious about doing a split stay and the logistics of it. So how did it work out for you?
1: So I just packed those, those few packing cubes that I'd put, um, pulled out, put them back in my cases, packed everything up, um, was ready to go early. Went across, um, uh, I just took my bags to bell services that morning, asked that they transfer them to Bay Lake tower for me. And, um, off I went to the studios again, easy.
0: Sounds easy to me. So, so now what, what was your strategy going day two to a park? Cause you said you started off with Minnie at Mickey last time, Runaway Railway. Mm-hmm. How do you go about like your day two, your day three when you go through a theme park? Like, what are you trying to focus on then?
1: Probably again, Toy Story, just cause I, I love it. And yep. I, you know, it's just one of those things that you've, you've got to do. Um, and then oh, I did um, head over to the yacht club. Before going to Hollywood Studios to get one of the sticky buns for breakfast there, so a version of the that's right. Roll. It's a
0: distant cousin of the cinnamon roll. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, and then made the slow walk across, and then um, yeah, went to, uh, Midway Mania and Slinky Dog again. Um, and then I found that uh, the photograph, the photos with um, Mickey and Minnie in their um, black tie affair. Uh, costumes was was open, so I went and did that, um, and then found Olaf and got a, a warm hug yes. uh, there, <laughs> which was a bit of fun, um, and then a bit of Frozen sing along and Beauty and the Beast uh, as well. Uh, so yeah, that was sort of the morning, and then again, I blame you. Oh, I no. headed over to the ABC commissary, the grilled Bob cheese, yes. grilled cheese
0: yes now that makes me happy because that is the best thing going i love that thing oh i had it twice last trip first thing i had and the last thing i had so good
1: so and it was after that um and i think it was just it was extremely humid from the rain the previous night so i was just it's just a bit so i thought oh and i was um i was able to go across to bay lake and just try and find out whether my room was ready I had um, in my day bag, I'd packed my bathers, swimmers, I'm not sure what you call them. Um, and so I went across and I thought if the room wasn't ready, I at least have my togs in my bag and I could go for a swim. Um, if, uh, But my room, well, my room that they had allocated me wasn't ready, but they did have another room that they were able to um, allocate me. So if I wanted it and I said, Yep, that would be great. So I was on the fifth floor, which was really handy. So I was just near the, um, the crossover into the contemporary, which was really handy. Um, so I got my room, got changed, and then again, went and hit the pool for a bit of a a, a nap and a, and a swim.
0: So before we, because I want to hear about Brown Derby, because that's where you ended up going back and having dinner that yep. night. But How was Bay Lake Tower in general? Because that's a place... We don't talk about too much here on the podcast. I mean, we talk about contemporary and we, t- you know, we yeah. hit you know, we get a lot of pop centuries and riversides and moderates and values, but Bay Lake Tower doesn't come up a whole lot. So what were your thoughts on that?
1: So I bought there not having ever stayed there. So it was, <laughs> it was definitely a, a leap of faith. <laughs> um, but I, I really liked it. It is in need of a refurbishment, but um, I thought that... Um, I was, I was really pleased. I have not regretted my purchase um, since buying the points and that being my home resort. I, I thought it was great. I had a lake view room so I could, um, at night time, I could actually see the water pageant going past from my balcony. Um, and first thing in the morning, I had a view of the contemporary. Um, I could see the monorail going past and, um, yeah, it was, I was, I know a lot of people don't like it, they feel it is a bit sterile and just like you could be anywhere else but i i was very happy with it i very much enjoyed it
0: i like the and you can't beat the location and plus i mean bay lake is gorgeous i mean it's just it's one of those things it's just i mean until you see out there it's just so beautiful out the back because everybody wants i mean obviously when you're in the contemporary area you want to see the magic kingdom theme park view but bay lake it has such a natural beauty to it if you're on the backside, it's almost just as nice of a view It's, it's a different view but it's, Absolutely. it's wonderful. Oh my gosh. It's so beautiful. Yeah. All right. So yeah. you, you did have dinner at Brown Derby. That's another place I've never dined. So what were I love
1: thoughts? it. It's a, it's a favorite. So it's, it's a, I usually, I usually hit it up. Um, it's one of those ones that I do very much enjoy. Um, I was a little bit upset. They've taken the, uh, Cobb salad off the, um, appetizer listings. And now it's, um, so I used to have the cob salad and then have a, have a different entree. Um, so I missed out on the, on the cob salad and just went with the fillet uh, or the fillet. Um, and then uh, my other uh, obsession apart from cinnamon rolls is creme brulees. And so of course I had to get it's the, stuff the too. creme brulee.
0: <laughs> That's my go-to on cruises.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love the creme brulee. Um, so yeah, it, and it washed it down with a couple of glasses of wine and it was, yeah,
0: it was. It, you are it, on. Def- vac- it's on the list again. I just gotta say, you are on vacation because you are taking oh. naps, you are swimming, and you are having creme brulee and cinnamon rolls. You are. we yep. Hang on. You got to have a bell <laughs> for that because this is, this is, this is, you are doing it right. I mean, you came all across oh. the world, so you had to. I mean, this is perfect. Absolutely. Right. Oh yeah. my gosh, you are winning oh. vacation. I oh, love this. Got to do it. Yes. Do it. Okay. So yeah. the next day, you, Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. Day. So, I mean, right I there in your backyard and Steakhouse 71. give us a couple highlights. And you got another rainstorm. It seems like, well, I mean, you were there kind of during rainy season. I mean, kind of early, you know, late August, September-ish kind of. Yeah. It's almost hurricane season. Yeah. Um,
1: the worst rain was actually on my, um, the first day I'd hit the parks at Hollywood Studios. And I'd seen a weather report. And so I had managed to wear my, um, what do you call them? The um, ponchos.
0: My flip flops. Oh, flip flops. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, because we call them thongs here, which I realize is a very different thing. Yes, I'd, be <laughs> <Where so you're... laughs> I'd be so confused,
0: i uh, never heard that. <laughs> I'm like, what?
1: <laughs> so I'd, um, and so I walked back and the water from the studios back to the boardwalk was ankle deep. So I was very pleased that I had one. We,
0: we were night. with the Gardner, Scott's family one time, and we were staying at the boardwalk and we got caught in a typhoon between the studios and the boardwalk villas same thing i mean i felt like the water was up to our knees we have a picture of us we were like drowned dogs because we went in the first door we could find on that path between the studios and the boardwalk villas we the first door that we could find that got open we just ducked in like into a stairwell and we were drowned i mean it was raining so hard the whole time same thing. I mean, exactly. It was summer, just like you were, you know, yeah. and oh, you, you can't get out of it. You do, because you, you'd only get so wet. We were, I mean, we could yeah. not have been wetter. I mean, we may as well <laughs> jumped in that river, you know, that waterway that's right there. We couldn't have been any wetter. I mean, it was ridiculous. No,
1: no I was just, I was, I did have my poncho, so I had put that on, but yeah, it was, the water was ridiculous, but yes. um First day of, oh, Waking up in Bay Lake, or my first day was Magic Kingdom and um, early entry again. Um, I went straight to Space Mountain and then hit the People Mover and then Mine Train, um, Horn and Pirates, and then it was um, close to 11.30 and I had to head back to the Contemporary 4 Steakhouse 71 lunch. So I managed to hear a few few good ones that morning before in my... Three hours or so, I think That's,
0: it was. And I always go to Space Mountain first too. I like just going there. It depends, like if you want to do Seven Dwarves. Now you got Tron. You'll have to, you know. Now, obviously, it wasn't open then, but that'll yeah. be a new wrinkle when you go again because DVC got to go again. Um, so, uh, what do you think of Steakhouse Seventy-One? Because I know you you went there for lunch this time. Later on, you're gonna go for breakfast. Yep. I, I love uh, this place.
1: Probably preferred preferred the lunch. Yep. Um, got the burger with the Parmesan fries. was delicious sounds good and then of course i had to get the seven layer chocolate cake
0: oh i showed i showed my wife a picture of that last night somebody tweeted on uh on twitter and i said pam look at this cake i said look at this cake it's ridiculous isn't it i said i wish i had it right now
1: (laughs) it was so yum it was incredible Um, i couldn't quite get through it so i took what was left with me and i then finished it off later back in the room a couple of days later i saved it oh, i was just having a little snack oh, yeah. on it here and
0: there don't want to be wasteful i mean especially something about, if somebody if anybody throws that cake away that is a, that is oh. a at least a misdemeanor like that oh, that's a crime right? yeah. possibly a felony do it. <laughs> that's that's not good that is not good okay so the next day i also want to make sure we kind of push through here yep. the next day again you go to the magic kingdom early uh wait no the next day was uh uh, animal animal kingdom. kingdom. Animal Kingdom, yeah. right? All the AK, MKs. I'm getting yeah. all kinds of confused. <laughs> all the kingdoms. So early yeah. entry at Animal Kingdom. So tell us about the highlights there. Yes.
1: So got in just on 7.30, um, went straight to Pandora and road Flight of Passage, um, which is probably my second favorite ride. I do very much enjoy that. I'm not an Avatar fan, but I just think that ride is incredible. Just amazing. Um, then went on the Safari. And then, of course, grab the Mickey Head Cinnamon Roll uh, for breakfast before going to on the Gorilla Falls Trail. Um, Rafiki, I was going to head to Rafiki's after that, but um, the train was down, so um, headed toward Asia and did Kali River Rapids. Um, and I again, I had remembered to pack my flip flops so that my sneakers did not get wet. Um, so left. My sneakers in, the, in a locker, Change into the flip-flops.
0: Smart. I, I haven't been on Cali River Rapids probably in five years for that exact reason. I hate when my sneakers get wet. And, and yeah. I never I never pack like a second pair of shoes. So, so smart.
1: No, that's, yep. Yeah, no, the flip-flops in the backpacks. Easy, easy change there. Um, and then, uh, yes, yeah, once I got off that, just dried my feet, put my sneakers back on, and I was good to go um and then uh did the um the trek where the the walk where the tiger is but the tigers were hiding that day so yeah. they didn't get to see them
0: it was hot that day right <laughs> so they were just yeah. trying to escape yeah. the heat yeah
1: um single rider line for everest which is always a winner it is again probably can't do it more than once
0: same these days, <laughs> the, the backwards part just gets uh, me. I can do the whole thing except that backwards part messes me up. Yeah, I'm too yeah. old. I just, I
1: think, and I also, I smack my head on it a lot. I don't yeah, know
0: what yeah, me too. That take yeah. Off. yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and then it was satuli for lunch, of course.
0: Yes, you are doing all the good dining locations.
1: Oh, I mean,
0: I'm a <laughs> You you're not going like super fancy place because we didn't even mention yeah. you went to Play Pig in Disney Springs early in the trip. I mean that yeah. is a solid solid oh, winner right there too. We didn't good. even talk about that because we're trying to get the You are nailing my dining like this is like my top ten <laughs> dining. You're just like boom 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 going down the list. I was loving this. So that night though you went you went back took a nap kind of rested up and then went yep. back over to Epcot in the evening and just kind of snacked around food and wine. So any yeah. any favorites anything you recall from that evening?
1: Well of course. Love the cheddar cheese and bacon soup from Canada. Um, the braised short rib with the Paris mash from France. Um, the Grey Goose slushy is a is a favourite. I get that regularly. Um, and then the Saganaki from Greece. So that was sort of a progressive dinner around the Showcase and the food and wine booth. It works. Um, and then I hadn't seen Harmonious, so um, I checked Harmonious out and then um test track for single rider line and um back over to soaring another favorite um there i was uh i got to ride soaring in california adventure the month after california adventure originally opened so um it is one of my favorite rides as well there
0: do you do you prefer um, soaring over california or soaring around the world yes. California. Same. Because I saw it at Disneyland when I was out there in February. It's so good. Or this <laughs> past trip, amazing. March. Oh, yeah, I miss it.
1: And then that was another another day done.
0: That's yeah, you're doing it right. Let me I gotta ask you this, and you don't have the answer. It's rhetorical. Why is there no Australia Pavilion in Epcot in World Showcase? Oh, you guys are it. awesome. You have so much.
1: So yeah, much. So Come good. on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it'd be wonderful.
1: And then they, I could get a job there.
0: Well, they, I mean, bonus. I mean, yeah, exactly. And then, you know, you guys could sell cinnamon rolls. You know, I mean,
1: right.
0: not good ones, but, you know, you could try. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be awesome. Real quick, though. Harmonious, what did you think, though? I mean, it's, it's been here and, and gone by the yeah. time we were able to record um, the show. I didn't mind
1: it. I wasn't. I know this is going to hurt. I wasn't a massive fan of, fan of Illuminations. I, oh, it seemed okay. to drag a little bit for me at times. I get it. I get it. Um, but I didn't mind it. It was okay. Um, I'll be interested to see what's on this year in August and September, whether it's still Epcot forever or whether there'll be a new show yet. Um, yeah. I haven't seen Epcot forever. So we'll, we'll see what that's definitely. Like.
0: It's definitely just a little filler. It's, it's not much. It, you know, it's like, okay, we gotta have something until we get something big because I've seen it, you know, when it was between eliminations is harmonious yeah. and it, it, it's like, we gotta have something, but it's, we're not putting a ton of effort into it. So, We'll see. Okay, we got it. We got we got a lot to get into. Not a whole lot more time, so I'm going to kind of yep. skip through here. Sure. Um, you spent some time at Typhoon Lagoon, so you went to a water park. So give I us hate. your thoughts on that because I know a lot of the podcast folks are talking about doing one of the H2O Glow Nights over at Typhoon. I haven't been to it. I have not been to a water park at Walt Disney World since Mallory was born, and she is wow. practicing driving at this point. So that's how long <laughs> it's been. So what'd you think?
1: I, I had fun. It. Um, I. I had a pretty busy morning, um, just sort of, I'd, well, I'd gone to Steakhouse 71 for breakfast, then went to Typhoon Lagoon, so, you know, a bit of a full belly, decided to to just chill a little bit to start with, had a bit of a nap. Well, I had a morning nap. I'm on holidays. I'm allowed to have a morning nap. Heck yeah, anytime. Um, and then um, went for a, a ride around the Lazy River and then got out here and there and rode some rides. I hadn't been to typhoon lagoon before by myself i'd only ever been when i was with my family and i think as a solo person blizzard beach has more solo rides Mm -hmm. than typhoon lagoon does um so there's a few that you can't do um if you're by yourself at typhoon lagoon which is a bit annoying so
0: yeah, I think about but, that. Well, I, fortunately for me, I'll have the girls with me this time because I usually do. I'm the down there solo more than not for the races, yeah. but this will be the time I'll be with them. So bonus, yeah. going yeah, to the right point.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's fun. It's and it was um, because I you can only buy a ten day well t- you could only buy a ten day ticket mm-hmm. at that point in time. I was there for longer than ten days, so I got the. I was going to um, Mickey's Not So Scary that night, so it was a way to use the the water parks um, ticket for that day um, and still be able to do something a bit fun. Yeah, a bit that was,
0: yeah, that was the way to kind of extend the 10 day ticket was to add yeah. the water park option to exactly. do water parks. Now you mentioned you're there for the Halloween because the Halloween tickets are on sale already for this season yeah. to the general public, even at this point, so everybody, now was it Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween? I can't remember. Yes. Last year, was it wasn't the Boo yeah. Bash. Okay, <laughs> these past few years are all like. It's, oh, it's, oh, trust definitely. me, as a travel agent, it's like it's uh, you know it's traumatic. I can't remember like what what happened when.
1: <laughs> so it was Mickey's
0: Not So Scary Halloween party. So what were your thoughts on that? And Are you a big Halloween fan? Was it a highlight?
1: Well, uh, I have been before, so um, I had uh, quite a, a couple of times actually, um, but. I I did enjoy it. Uh, The parade is amazing. That's probably my my favorite thing. And then the fireworks are great. Um, Halloween's not massive here. It's getting bigger again. It sort of has ebbs and flows here where it starts to get a bit of traction and then it drops off again and then starts again. So it is on the up again here, um, especially with kids. Um, But yeah, I had a fun fun day, Uh, a fun evening.
0: There. Very cool. Okay. So I'm going to kind of jump here because we've been in the parks yeah. and I want to hit some of these other cool things that you got to do. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that you like to shop when you come over as well, you know, and I, I assumed initially that you meant like shopping, you know, for good deals in your, in your Disney hotels, but you, you really mean like shopping at the outlet malls, you know, cause you see yes. it. I see. I, and I, I made, okay. I, you want to hear a really quick story. Scott and I decided to try to save some money on souvenirs for our girls this one year. And after we ran the full marathon, okay, so we had we'd gotten up at 2 o'clock in the morning and run 26 miles. This was after Dopey. So we had run 48 miles, <laughs> like collectively over four days. But we would run 26 miles that morning. We decide before dinner, we're going to run over to one of those outlet malls on whatever, I-4 or whatever, the one across the way. And we're going to go to that that character Warehouse store to get the cheap okay. souvenirs, you know, and get a good deal. Oh, so him and I almost killed each other because we had to drive around the parking lot for like 45 minutes before he even get a <laughs> parking spot. Like I fell asleep in the seat and he kept trying to wake me up. He's like, Wake up, wake up. If I have to be awake, because he was driving, you have to be awake if I have to be awake. So, Once and I hate shopping, so we're driving around trying to get a spot. Then we go in there and like it's all like cruise line stuff from like two years ago, and it's you know it's stuff from like the Mediterranean cruises. I'm like I can't bring my my family like stuff from a Mediterranean cruise from like 2018. I'm like, they're going to know. I don't care if it's only two bucks. Like, if this ain't this working. Like, I'll pay extra. I can take me home. Take me back to Walt Disney World. So, no, I mean, you know, I, I was like, that was the only store we wanted to go to. And then somebody tried to sell me like a kiosk, a carnival cruise. I almost knocked the guy out because I was so fed up at that point. I'm like, look, dude, I'm a travel agent and I don't go on carnival cruises. Leave me alone. I've just ran a marathon today. I don't need to buy a carnival cruise. Leave me alone. He was, I I just, I was not having it that day. It was, (laughs) Scott knows. (laughs) I thought he was gonna have to bail me out of jail that day. So (laughs) on a lighter note, you got to go shopping and I'm sure it's a lot different over here than maybe where you're from. So tell us about the shopping experience and and you had to go to the car care center, get a car. How'd that all work for you?
1: That was great. Um, I'd previously hired cars and had to go to Disney Springs and then I walked up, um, Harbour Esplanade, I think it is to pick up the car. Whereas this time there was a good deal um, at the car care center, so I did that. I just had to ring that morning. They came and picked me up from out in front of Bay Lake. Took me straight there. I was in and out really quickly, and they gave me a car. Um, and off I went. Put the uh, put the uh, address in the in the GPS, and uh, Millennium Mall was the first stop um, for the. I had the car for three days so did millennia first and then the outlets the next two days um as well as a little costco stopover um <laughs> i found a ross i found a marshall's uh, i found tj max um, which we have some things but not to the same extent and the quality of your product for the price is much better than we get here um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I should be. I, I, should be grateful. I actually do most of my shopping in the states. I don't. I hardly buy any clothes at all at home. I take an empty case, and I fill it up and bring it home.
0: That's amazing. I, I should be more grateful then. I should, I, I hate yeah. shopping. I just, you know, like <laughs> no, even when I buy shoes, I just go on. I just go online and just tw- yeah, size twelve, and boom, they show yeah. up in two days.
1: I have, I have been known to come home uh, close to a hundred kilos of luggage. Previously, <laughs> that's wild.
0: Well, I'm glad you get to do that. I've, I've always heard that is a thing, and that's super cool. I mean, because you know, if I was in, if the shoe was on the other foot, and I was in Australia, I'd be buying all kinds of stuff that we don't get here. You know, I'd be thinking that is the yeah, coolest. No, much, really. <laughs> no, I would, I would. I mean, trust me, I totally would. I mean, I, I, I just, I, I, could totally see it. Okay, so um, I just want let's talk about the, the trip back home because on the way back home, you stop through Disneyland. So tell us about packing, packing up and then going back that way less.
1: Yeah. So I got a bit worried that there had been so many flights being canceled. And then if I got in late and I missed my flight home, I was going to be obviously in a lot of trouble. So I thought the best option was to fly into LA the day before my flight home to Australia. Um, and then I was like, well, what am I going to do for, you know, 36 hours in LA? And the best solution was to go to Disneyland. Of course, so I um, I got an early flight out of um, Orlando. Uh, I booked an Uber the night before, um, which then had picked me up at four thirty. I think it was that uh, that morning, and uh, no problems at all with that. Straight to the airport, uh, an excess luggage fee because my bags were overweight <laughs> after my previous three days of shopping, <laughs> and. Um, straight out to la and uh no problems with that flight i booked a car um to pick me up in la uh, before leaving australia and uh, just had to try and navigate that that pickup um and then managed to get out and i was there by 11 so uh, and was straight in, my room wasn't ready, but I had packed, um, so I was obviously wearing traveling clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, I had packed shorts and a t-shirt in my hand luggage. So I threw them on and went straight into California Adventure. Uh, I had bought Genie Plus uh, for Disneyland. I didn't buy it at all while I was in World, um, but had bought it for, for California. And um, yeah, it just started stacking stacking the rides but also single rider line for um radiator springs uh and yeah just had had a ball just jumped from one thing to another got the text that my room was ready um went back into the grand cow Had managed to wait list a single night and that had come through um and uh which was incredible i really didn't think it would come through it's so hard to get into the grand cow but right. um got that and um got my bag sent up to the room just sorted myself out a little bit and then straight back out um by that stage it was park hopping, so i went across the disneyland park as well and went backwards and forwards and that night i had seen um world of color before um, but managed to see world of color i then left there probably Five minutes before the end, ran out of the park, this is across, awesome. managed to see the Disneyland Park fireworks, got that, then managed to push my way through to Frontierland and got to um, see Fantasmic as well that night. That is so wild. Managed to do all three. So, but it was at that point in time that I went I'm a bit tired, <laughs> and then went yeah, you've been up for 23 hours. so. Well,
0: not only that, I mean, because you put that in the notes and I'm thinking, okay, I would have been dead because I mean, 23 hours, like forget that. But I mean, you don't understand, like we just skipped like four days, four or five days out of the agenda of like a lot of stuff that you did. You, you've been going for like 10 more plus days at Walt Disney World in the summer of August, you know, August heat on top of being awake for 23 hours. Like, God bless you. I don't know how you should be in the Guinness Book of World Records for that. That's crazy. (laughs) Don't think that. (laughs) That's amazing. Oh, They should give you a medal. Like, Run Disney should have awarded you a medal for that. That's uh, unreal.
1: So, yeah, pulled the pin, went to bed, um, got up the next morning, back into Disneyland Park. Again, must say, Disneyland do not do the early morning entry nearly as well as Disney World. Do that. Do the lines just don't move? It was awful at the front there, um, but eventually got in. Um, Jolly Holiday for breakfast, of course. Um, the cinnamon rolls aren't as good as the cinnamon rolls used to be when it was the Main Street Bakery yeah. at Disneyland. Those those ones were amazing. Um, walked around a bit, then had get back to check out so went back to the hotel checked out packed um put my traveling clothes for back to australia in the hand luggage uh again and then um decided that look there might have been a bargain or two down south harbour so went out (laughs) onto south harbour caught the bus down to marshalls um 43 (laughs) bus is an amazing thing (laughs) (laughs) so did that um didn't really find anything i think i've got a Christmas present for my niece or something, and um, then headed back um, and back into the park for one last go around. And then the car was picking me up at five o'clock to take me back to the airport. So went back to the airport, checked my bags through, and um, managed to then grab a shower and get changed in the Qantas club at LAX and then made the flight home.
0: So... When you get back to the airport, when you get back to LAX, okay, after being Mm -hmm. at Walt Disney World for for 10 plus days, getting to spend 36 good hours at Disneyland, spend the night at Grand Californian, see World of Color, see Fantasmic, see the fireworks at Disneyland Park, you know, see some of your favorite attractions, have all these great meals, all the cinnamon rolls that you could imagine... (laughs) <laughs> the, the buffalo uh, chicken grilled cheese, you know, the the run sewer and all that. Yeah. You know, you're you're back at LAX getting ready to go back home. I mean, you have to be exhausted, but I, I can't imagine because, you know, you're getting ready to take this trip. that's going to take you again halfway around the world. But your mind just has to be spinning because, you know, you're going to be coming back. You're a DVC member, which oh. is obviously, you know, kind of wild because you're you're from Australia. You're a DVC member. But wow, you just have to be just full of memories and merchandise because you're a shopper. But I mean, what's that like when you're just sitting there at the airport, you're like, that trip was wild. I mean, that your head just has to be spinning at that point.
1: Uh, yeah, but it's also them planning the next trip.
0: Yeah, they no, okay, <laughs> very, you're a Disney fan. That is absolutely true.
1: <laughs> uh, so it's, you know, it's all like, you know, I was thinking about the, the order in which I'd done the outlet malls and, you know, I've made a, I, I keep a little diary, um, of different things for each trip because I love to look back on it and I'd made a note that the next um, next time it was probably better to do the Vineland um, outlets first because there were, it was a bigger it's a bigger um, outlet mall and there's more high-end stores there to get good shoes and you know good clothes and do that one first and then do the international drive one second so just going back through those sort of things and then thinking about, well, how am I going to do next year's trip? You know, which order should I do things in? Yeah. Always planning the next trip.
0: (laughs) That's why, Oh, that's why I'm so glad you're part of our podcast family, Sandra. Thank you so much for getting up early down in Australia to record with us here (laughs) on a Wednesday night here in the States. And it, I mean, this is, When I started this podcast over 15 years ago, I never, ever thought that we'd have something like this where, I mean, I can't believe we're sitting here talking in real time and it sounds like we're next door to each other. Technology is such a wonderful thing and it gets, (laughs) I I love that Disney can bring folks like us in our audience. Thousands and thousands of people today will hear the show and smile and just, you know, get a kick out of your adventures. So thank you for taking the time and it really shows that we have an amazing community and it's because of folks like you. So thanks for sharing the trip today.
1: Thank you so much, Mike. Really appreciate
0: your time. All righty. Don't forget our show is brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan your next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney Trip. All you need to do is swing by the website today over at themagicforless.com. Don't forget those 2024 packages go live on May 31st, 2023. So get your quote in today. Also, please use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. It's one extra click that supports everything we do. Be BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash amazon and a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. We cannot do this without you and our patrons. Get a bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to get in on that, come on over to patreon.com/slash be our guest podcast. Give me a follow on the social media. I'm at be our guest Mike on Instagram and Twitter. Would love to talk to you this week. And join us this Sunday night, seven o'clock eastern, six o'clock central. We'll be live. Listen to this a little bit different. On Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, just search for the BR Guest Podcast on Twitch if you're over there, or Be Our Guest Mike on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. Just search for the BR Guest Podcast like always, and Scott and I will be taking your calls, and we'll be talking Disney. Again, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central, this Sunday night. It's the BOGP Open Line. We'd love to hear from you. All right, time to get out of here and let you get on with your week. Thank you so much for kicking off another week with us. We hope you enjoyed today's show, and hope you have a great week. So for Sandra down in Australia, I'm Mike here in Missouri. You guys have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Br
1: Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for
0: listening, and we'll see you real soon.